you're listening to How I See It, hosted by Han. You guessed it, that's me. I am here to motivate and inspire you with guests from all different industries and backgrounds. So get ready for personal stories of success, of growth, full of highs and lows, and of course, unapologetic realness. This is How I See It. Hello, my babes. We are a week away from Christmas. I can't even believe it. Welcome back to the podcast. Holidays are busy in the best way. So many things going on with the podcast, with collaborations, and I'm usually just a mess around this time. So I didn't get to post an episode last week, but I think this is going to be the last episode before the new year, which is absolutely insane. So I thought I would take just a moment to thank you guys for just an amazing year. Thank you for listening. I can't even believe it. I can't even believe it's been a whole year of how I see it. The podcast it's been or almost a year in February. It will be. It's been greater than I could have imagined. I'm so excited to grow this part of the community through 2024. Big things are on the horizon. This podcast has been one of the things that I am most proud of, like not just in my career, like in my life. I feel so incredibly honored to share in these conversations with guests and hear from you guys about what it means to you and how it's impacting you. And I felt just really, really good about it. So thank you so much. Um, Thank you for being here. Thank you for continuing to share the podcast and listen. I have so many fun episodes planned. I'm already stocking up for next year. So I'm just really, really looking forward to another year. So I wanted to take time to say thank you. I kind of wanted to talk about something that's been on my heart a lot. And I thought as an end of the year mic drop moment, I would talk about fear in today's episode. A lot of this year has been about surrendering. If you're a weekly listener, I think you would agree that the word surrender and the concept of surrendering has been at the core of the podcast this year. I wanted to deeply talk about the other side of that coin, which is fear, fear of the unknown, fear of the future, fear of taking a risk, fear to get into the relationship, fear of getting out of the relationship, fear of doing the work, fear of being alone, fear of taking a chance. There has been so much fear this year, not just in my personal life. I've definitely dealt with fear and I'll expand, but just all around me in everyone's life, in my friends' lives, in my family, lots of people I've had deep conversations with. A lot of the problems I've been listening to recently are all rooted in fear. And I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Fear is normal. It's a human reaction. But the reality is that fear keeps us stagnant. Fear keeps us away from growth. Fear keeps us away from our deepest and greatest desires. And fear is a self-fulfilling prophecy because the reality is that whatever we're afraid of or whatever we're avoiding, whatever we're overthinking, whatever we're giving weight to is keeping us from our greatest potential. And the fear itself is actually keeping us from escaping what we're scared of. I think there's a point in everyone's journey where people start to become enabled by their fear. Fear almost becomes a crutch and a wall that people not only can't knock down, but they choose to not fight through and they choose to stay behind. I'll talk for myself. This year has been a lot. (laughs) Again, if you've been listening for a while, this year has been a bitch. 
fear of being vulnerable, fear of pursuing what I want romantically, fear of losing my business, fear of being alone, fear of not living up to my potential, fear of not being good enough or pretty enough or smart enough. 2023 was hard. It was a testing year and it challenged me mentally and emotionally. And I found myself standing at a crossroads quite literally in every pillar of my life. Business-wise, I'll start with that pillar. I was facing the need for a pivot this year, business-wise. Full transparency. Budgets were cut this year. Collaborations weren't as high as they were last year. I was starting something new, like aka the podcast, that I was obviously not getting paid for. And I felt financially secure enough to start it at the beginning of this year through content creation and blogging. This has been my full-time job since 2020. But because of how the economy was looking this year, my salary wasn't increasing. And you guys know I'm an entrepreneurial spirit. I want to be increasing every year. And it was causing me a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear. I knew it was time to like pivot the direction and course and like add something to how Han sees it. And I couldn't get over the fact that my dream wasn't panning out exactly how I had planned it. And instead of viewing the pivot as like a step up, I viewed it as a step down, which was ridiculous and completely ruled by my ego. And I let the fear consume me for a while. Fear of being a failure, fear of changing my plan, fear of having to learn something new, the fear of being unhappy. And turns out, fast forward, I decided to add a wing of how Han sees it, which is based in consulting. And it's completely changed my business. It's allowed me to not just financially have peace, but it's empowered me to do my job better. It's fulfilled me in a way that I didn't expect. I feel incredibly happy helping people and using my education and experience to help others. And it wasn't a big change at all. It was definitely built up in my head. And taking on a couple of clients a month has barely made a dent in my time. Of course, it's more energy and I needed to adjust, but it's legitimized how Han sees it more than I expected, especially internally. And I've come to this realization that if I would have stayed in a place of fear where my ego was running the show, I would have been holding myself back in extensive ways. If I can leave you with anything from that, It's that changing your vision and adjusting your dream and adjusting the plan to get there is not failure. It's not a loss. And it's actually a huge gain. And you don't need to be scared of pivots in your career. I would challenge you to lean in. I resisted for longer than I wish I would have. My grieving process was a bit dramatic through spring and summer. Um, And I wish I would have realized that my ego was projecting fear and anxiety when in reality this was an obvious part of my journey and my fear was amplifying what this new possibility could look like and it was painting it in a negative light. Don't let the fear of letting go of control or letting go of the plan you pictured in your head rule your decision making and affect your success and affect where your journey is actually meant to go. I was in a really dark place all because I was letting fear dictate all of my thoughts, all of my decisions, and I was letting it convince me that I was a failure instead of just leaning in to the fear. Way harder to do and easier said than done, but I'm breaking this up into pillars, the pillar of my career. I think we can get so stuck and sucked into the plan we've created for ourselves and the steps that we thought were going to get us to our overall goal. And I really had to relinquish control and surrender to my point. The podcast has literally been based in surrender this year and let go of my fear. So again, if there's anything that you can take from this side of my story, don't let your fear hold you back from 
being even more successful. And I think coming to the realization and finding peace in the fact that doing something else and changing the plan doesn't actually change the trajectory. So anyway, that was the fear I was dealing with a lot in my career. Moving into the emotional relationship pillar, obviously I've talked on the podcast this year about vulnerability and how hard that's been for me, especially in regard to the career thing. I think I felt super weak with what I was going through. I didn't know where my career was going and I was being really melodramatic about it, like helicopter view, but like moving into the more you know, relationship side, the fear of rejection of vulnerability was a huge point of growth for me this year. I still think I have room for improvement. (laughs) The work never stops. It's continual, but I've touched on this a lot with my episodes with Brittany, but I realized that I had a lot of fear and anxiety about rejection, especially in regard to romantic relationships. I mean, I always knew this. This was something I was very much aware of, but I think I was actively not working through it or exercising the things I knew I had to do to grow and get where I wanted to be because I was scared. I haven't really dated, like actually dated anyone in almost three years. I've gone on dates, but not like been actively dating or seeing someone. And I don't think I've ever really let anyone in fully in a romantic capacity. And I've, I've hidden behind things like sex or, you know, casual dating as a way to protect myself from getting hurt. I've also chased men who needed me more than I needed them as a way to feed my obsession of fixing people and not have the attention beyond me in relationships so that I could protect pieces of myself from people. And all of this was a way to, you know, protect myself out of fear that I would ultimately get rejected. And at least if I didn't reveal all of myself, I wasn't fully getting rejected. I think at my core, I never wanted that. I really never did. But the fear of rejection, like true rejection, like the fear of someone not wanting me after actually knowing me on a deep level was actually stopping me from even having a chance at it. I I pushed myself a lot this year in that way. And though scary, I feel more at peace with my thoughts and decisions. And I feel that even when it hasn't worked out, I feel less anxious because I know I don't have any regrets and I don't have anxiety about outcomes as much anymore. And I feel more surrendered knowing that I actually am showing up as myself and not trying to pretend to be something I'm not or pretend like I don't care. And I've been exercising being unapologetic with my feelings in a way that feels super scary and triggering, but is actually something I know to be admirable. I think a lot of people are surprised when I express how opening up and being vulnerable is hard for me. I I do have a podcast and a business on social media that stands for authenticity and unapologetic lifestyle. But as we all know, like it's very different when it comes to romantic relationships. And my community has been a place of vulnerability and authenticity. Same with this podcast for so many years. And though it's difficult, sometimes it's always come more naturally to me, but romantic relationships are just way scarier. And I think it stems from this fear that a lot of us have our fear of not being good enough and our, and, or our fear of messing things up leads us nowhere. It literally leads us to unsatisfaction, loneliness, and misery. I'm now willing to get over my fear or at least sit in it and stand out of my own way 
I think a lot of times we're our biggest enemy and I have found this to be the case for a lot of people in my life. It's easier said than done, of course, but too often I'm hearing and witnessing and seeing people keep themselves from getting what they deserve, being happy, being in a place that they desire because they're letting fear dictate their decisions instead of their true conscience. I was reading the Matthew Perry book, which is poorly written in all realness, but it's an amazing book for the sole reason that Matthew Perry's story is insanely sad while simultaneously inspiring because it's someone who decided to write out their story, the ins and outs of their decisions along the way with the intention of sharing the consequences of hiding from our feelings and continuing to not take a risk on what we actually aspire for whether it's your career, healing, or a relationship. I can move forward into 2024 less scared of my actual feelings. And though I struggle with rejection, I can see clearer than day how it's held me back and how it's held some of the people in my life back. Life is way too short and it has the potential to be outstandingly beautiful if we give it a chance. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned this year. And I think this pillar has definitely been heavily impacted this year because I realized that if I continued to let my fear of rejection or my fear of not being good enough or my fear of opening up too much, all of those thoughts and fears were not protecting me in any way. They were actually just holding me back. And I think our ego does this. Our body does this. Our nervous system does this. If you read the book, how to do the work, it talks a lot about the scientific process behind the ego and how it tries to protect us from the things we're scared of. But I think that a huge part of growing up and a huge part of becoming aligned is understanding that the things we've convinced ourselves for so long, the negative chatter we've convinced ourselves of, the things we've convinced ourselves to be fears have just made us stagnant and have brought us nothing but unfulfillment. This year I realized that I was no longer going to allow fear to get in the way of everything I know I deserve. And I feel passionately about this for everyone. And I think I've been, it's the reason why I've been so plagued by this recently, because there's just been so many instances of this in my life. A huge fear that I've been witnessing this entire year in multiple situations with friends and my family is the fear of pursuing mental peace. Like AKA fear of doing the work and resistance of doing so. I've heard and witnessed so many people this year engaging with or admitting to not wanting to do the work because of the fear of looking in the mirror, the fear of the effort that goes into doing so, or maybe the pain. I would say the fear of leaving a place of comfort that is ironically not comfortable. I have empathy, but I don't have sympathy for people who continually choose to not pursue inner healing, who yearn for more, for peace and for mental wellness, but refuse to do the work on themselves and work through their past trauma and toxic traits, especially the people who know what they have to do, but refuse to do so. This isn't me trying to like call people out, but this is like a common problem. And it's something I've noticed so much this year. And I know that it sounds harsh. And I know there are exceptions, of course, but I've been overwhelmed with like, there's no other word for it except like sadness over the last few months of the amount of people who refuse to stand out of their own way or refuse to do the work it takes to live a life that allows you to live up to the potential that God created for us. I've listened to people in my life say they want something, but continue to stand in their own way or they make decisions that negate what they want. I'm not trying to hate on them. I think this is a common problem. I think with empathy, it's more complicated, of course, than just this black and white way that I am, you know, breaking it down. It's difficult to break cycles. It's difficult to stop habits. 
opening ourselves up, pushing down fear, it's incredibly difficult. It's of course easier said than done, but it gets to a point where I found myself and found people close to me on hamster wheels. Like, and I'm guilty of this. I found myself here too. I think that the wheel, like this hamster wheel is fueled by fear, fear of the unknown, fear of change, fear that we'll be alone forever or fear that it's going to be too difficult. But the reminder and the reality check I want to stress is that fear is self-fulfilling. Fear of change, fear of taking risks, the fear of leaving the relationship, the fear of getting into the relationship. If you want a beautiful life and if you want healthy connections and if you want to feel at peace and content and you want to co-create your life, you cannot let fear hold you back from pursuing the truths about yourself and you cannot let it stand in your way of the things you want. We must act and move towards change even in the midst of fear. We can't backslide. We can't go back to past relationships or stay in the ones that we're in when we know they aren't fulfilling us. We can't waste bandwidth on things that we know are just a distraction. And above all, we have to stop avoiding things like doing the work. Fear is normal. It's human and it's okay. I don't want that to get lost. I don't want to give off the idea that you should be fearless all the time. That's not realistic. But months and years and years of avoidance due to fear staying on the hamster wheel, listening to negative chatter out of fear. It's not productive. And above all, you're deserving of more than that. You're deserving of peace and love and light. And staying in fear is just a disservice to yourself. What's not okay is letting fear rule your life, rule your decisions and stand in the way of what you truly want. I always knew this. Like we all know this, right? What I'm, what I'm saying is not new news. (laughs) I think we so often know so many things. We know we should be doing the work. We know we should be vulnerable. We know that we're enough. We know that, you know, we should get out of the toxic relationship. We know we should jump in and take the risk, but we don't do anything about it. And I truly believe that that is rooted in fear. And I think fear looks different for everyone. I think it can manifest in anxiety. I think it can manifest in avoidance. I think it can manifest in detachment, but either way, whether it's your career, whether it's companionship, whether it's peace mentally and emotionally, I just want to encourage you to not let fear rule your life. I just want to end this year and this podcast season with an challenge to stop standing in your own way for the love of God. Acknowledge fear, feel your feelings, observe your insecurities, look in the mirror and grieve. Grieve what you have to grieve. I've done a lot of that this year. Fear isn't who should be the driver of your car if we're going to use a metaphor, it's just a passenger in the vehicle that you're kind of like stuck DJing. <laughs> I'm not sure how to like lovely tie in a bow this episode, but if I can leave you anything going into making your resolutions for the new year or deciding the direction you want to go for 2024. And by the way, I think 2024 is going to be an amazing year. I feel it. I just feel it. I feel like it's going to be a year of joy and success and happiness, but It won't be if you don't stop getting in your own way. So anyway, that was kind of a heavy one, you guys. I've been witnessing it so much in my life lately. Getting over fear or dealing with fear, because I don't think we can ever just delete fear from our life. I think it's natural and human, like I said. But working on moving fear out of the decision-making role has really, really helped my life, my mental health, my business, and I'm not perfect. I don't do it all the time. I sink into that fear spiral a lot. But the work I've done counteracting that fear this year has exponentially changed my life. And though it's scary, incredibly scary, I've realized that if we don't work against fear, we're never going to 
get out from under what we're actually scared of, if that makes sense. But I wanted to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Sorry, rough transition, but Merry, Merry Christmas. Have a happy fucking holiday. 2023 is over. We're moving into 2024. I feel so incredibly blessed again to be doing what I do. And this podcast has meant so much to me. So I hope you all have a happy new year. Just know I'm thankful for you. You're not alone. I say that all the time, but I think that's another, you know, human condition is assuming that we are alone in what we're going through and we're definitely not. And please rate and review the podcast, especially going into 2024. But I hope you guys have a happy new year and I will talk to you in 2024 about New Year's resolutions in particular. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you leave here feeling motivated and inspired. Do not forget to rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow How I See It Pod so you can keep up with podcast updates and see who's coming on next. And if you're not already, come join the fam and follow at How Hand Sees It. Thank you guys. <laughs>